Good morning and welcome back to the Our Planet series, where we talk about climate change and what you can do to help. First off, I would like to say thank you to our sponsor, Green Earth, a company that helps bring awareness to what is happening to our planet and supports people like us who are trying to change it. Did you know that the concentration of carbon dioxide, also known as CO2 in our atmosphere, as of May 2020, is the highest it has been in human history? And NASA data shows that the average global temperatures in 2019 were 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit warmer than the 20th century average. Also, 11% of all global greenhouse gas emissions caused by humans are due to deforestation. This week, we will be discussing global warming, fossil fuels, and how it is affecting our planet. We will also be talking about what the future will look like if we don't do anything about this major issue. And lastly, who is at the forefront of this fight and what you can do as an individual? Let's get to it! So climate change is a very big global issue right now. It is affecting everyone and everything around us. Basically, climate change is a change in global or regional climate patterns, in particular a change apparent from the mid to late 20th century onwards, and attributed largely to the increased level of atmospheric carbon dioxide produced by the use of fossil fuels. Now that's a really large definition, so I'm going to break it down a bit. Climate change is the Earth's sea levels and temperatures slowly rising due to humankind and the resources we use. For example, fossil fuels. There are many different types of fossil fuels, but some of the most dangerous ones are coal and oil. Coal is extracted via two methods. Underground mining uses heavy machinery to cut coal from deep underground deposits, while surface mining, also known as strip mining, removes entire layers of soil and rock to access coal deposits below. Strip mining accounts for about two-thirds of the coal sourced in the United States. Although both forms of mining are detrimental to the environment, strip mining is particularly destructive, uprooting and polluting the entire ecosystem. Now for oil. It can be found in underground reservoirs, in the cracks, crevices, and pores of sedimentary rock, or in tar sand near the Earth's surface. It's accessed by drilling on land, sea, or by strip mining, in the case of tar sands and oil shale. Once extracted, oil is transported to refineries via supertanker, train, truck, or pipeline to be transformed into usable fuels such as gasoline, propane, kerosene, and jet fuel, as well as products such as plastics and paint. One of the reasons why oil is so detrimental to our planet is because a popular way of extracting it is by fracking. Fracking involves blasting huge quantities of water mixed with chemicals and sand deep into a well at pressures high enough to fracture a rock and enable the oil or gas to escape. This controversial method of extraction creates a host of environmental and health problems, including air and water pollution. Water pollution is especially scary. This is because we use water for anything and everything. However, Coal, oil, and gas development pose major threats to our waterways and groundwater. 
Coal mining operations wash acid runoff into streams, rivers, and lakes and dump vast quantities of unwanted rock and soil into streams. Oil spills and leaks during extraction or transport can pollute drinking water sources and jeopardize entire freshwater or ocean ecosystems. Stay tuned because next we will be discussing what the future will look like if we don't change our ways right now. Global warming is now happening faster than ever. The ice caps are melting, causing sea levels to rise. More and more coal and oil are being extracted every day, and soon this may be irreversible. As we keep hearing on the news and media, we basically have 12 years until the climate change is pretty much perpetual. Until then, we have to do anything we can to try and change our ways. However, if we do not and climate change becomes permanent, we will be in deep danger. One of the things we can expect to happen if we don't start doing something about global warming is the temperature will continue to rise because human-induced warming is covered on a naturally varying climate. The temperature rise has not been and will not be uniform or smooth across the country or over time. Another change due to global warming is a frost-free season and growing season will lengthen. The length of a frost-free season and corresponding growing season has been increasing nationally since the 1980s, with the largest increases occurring in the western United States, affecting ecosystems and agriculture. Across the United States, the growing season is projected to continue to lengthen. And lastly, changes in precipitation patterns. Average U.S. precipitation has increased since the 1900s, but some areas have increased while others have decreased. More winter and spring precipitation is projected for the northern United States and less for the southwest over this century. Those are only a few instances in which climate change becomes irreversible, but there are many more. Keep listening because in the next segment, we will be talking about who is at the forefront of this fight and what you can do to help. There are many workers who are on the front lines for the fight against climate change and global warming. Most of them are people like protesters and social media influencers who are trying to bring awareness to the situation we are in. But then there are also people like celebrities and the new president of the United States who can make legal decisions and help save our planet. Hopefully, Biden will adhere to his promises and join the Paris Agreement, but I don't want to get into politics. One of the many climate change activists that I personally look up to is Greta Thunberg. I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to this podcast right now, you've probably heard of her. She is pushing the government to change its ways and is a huge impact on the safety of our environment. Another celebrity who is an activist that I look up to is Leonardo DiCaprio. He donated millions of dollars to WWF and stood out for many awareness campaigns. Not only can these people help with the change in global warming, but everyday people like you and I can make a difference as well. Now, I know what you're thinking. What can just one person do, especially someone like me? But that's the thing. It starts with you. Just one individual who is trying to save our planet 
and do what is best for our world can inspire thousands of others. And if you're wondering what kind of changes to make, you've come to the right place. You can do things as simple as picking up litter on the ground or using compost and recycle bins. You can also switch to reusable products like bags, water bottles, straws, and much more. You could plant a couple trees in your neighborhood park or support businesses who are eco-friendly. Those are just a few things you can do to help improve climate change and our ecosystem. I hope you guys learned a lot today about fossil fuels and how dangerous they are to our environment and the ecosystems around us because humankind isn't the only thing on this earth and in my opinion we're the ones who are destroying it. Also what would happen if we don't try to fix our ways and change global warming? Remember 12 years isn't a lot of time to cut waste that we produce in half. It's going to take lots and lots of work. And lastly, who to look up to as a climate change activist and what you can do as an individual to help save our planet, because it starts with you. Thank you so much for listening in today. I would like to make a special shout out to Lush for being our eco-friendly store of the week. Use promo code SAVEOUREARTH to get 15% off their face masks. Listen in next week where we'll be talking about the amount of plastic in our oceans. Have a great rest of the day, everyone, and don't forget to go out and change this planet.